Hey, what's up, guys? It's Marissa Rivera here. How are you guys doing? So today, I'm going to be talking about women's suffrage and their overcomings. So women's suffrage has always been around since men were in charge of making the rules. Women have suffered for a very long time and yet still to this day are struggling. In the United States, the year 2020 marks the century of the ratification of the 19th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, guaranteeing women the right to vote, bringing the fulfillment of process that had begun on the national level in 1848 at the Seneca Falls Convention, states the article Women's Suffrage and Communication. Men have degraded women for centuries because they thought that women can't do anything a man can do, so why should they have a say in anything? Slowly but surely, women have overcome that and are getting equal with men. Women have and will fight long and hard against men that hold power in the government to get what they deserve, such as education, the right to vote, and now getting equal and fair pay. Education was one of the first things women had to fight and advocate for. Women were to obey their husbands or even simply a man just walking down the street. Back in the day, they had a list of what what the women in the family were to do. For example, number one, a wife should not question anything and whatever her husband says, she should do it. For obeying her husband is her duty. A wife should show forbearance and not utter a word that might create discord. Number three, a wife should never complain about her husband, even though she might have a hundred reasons to do so. Number four, she should never sulk, however much hardship she has to endure, for she has to see the positive side and be patient. Number five, a wife should not walk fast should hold her head high and should not bend her back and her gait should be graceful. Number six, a wife should sit at the table on her two knees while smiling and should not chatter. Number seven, nothing is more unattractive in a woman than to make use of animal fat for her head, face, and hands. Number eight, a woman should always wear clean clothes and she should not show herself to her husband in dirty, greasy, and old clothes. Number nine, there is no room for prudishness and shame in the bed. Number ten, in the morning, a wife should leave her husband alone. She should make herself beautiful for him and then come back to the room with a smiling face and a present and a shining. Men were thought to own their wives, or women. Women didn't have any sort of freedom, but overcame it by fighting for what they wanted. So what do you guys think about that? Women felt that society would be better and more diverse with them being educated, so they thought they decided to advocate for it. In the 19th century, they saw major advances in educational opportunities for women and girls, from the common school movement in the early part of the century to multiple opportunities in higher education 
at the century's close. In the 1800s, women began to play central roles in education as teachers and and as learners in formal and informal education settings on the frontier and in the cities states the history of women in education by Harvard Educational Review. They started to take charge to what they wanted to and what they felt was right. It became normalized that women were not going to take orders from men anymore. Some men agreed and others did not. That's why it took so long for women to get what they wanted. The right to vote did take women a little bit of more advocating to do. Back then, women were thought of less than men, so they weren't allowed to vote because it didn't matter what they thought. Their brains were thought of to think different, and since women were just allowed education, men thought women didn't know what they were thinking, that they were like babies. Men may have dropped the bombs, but it was women who told them where to do it. Before 1919, women weren't allowed to vote under any circumstances, but once Amendment 19 and 15 came into place, it granted them that right. Amendment 19 states, The right of citizens of the United States to vote shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of sex. And the Amendment 15 states, the right of citizens of the United States to vote shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of race, color, or previous condition of servitude, according to the Constitution. Men didn't like the idea of women having the right to vote, but they think differently, so different opinions are good. Even to this day, women are still advocating for things that they think they deserve. Recently, women have been fighting for equal pay. According to Northern Illinois University Law Review, the goal of equal pay for equal work became more apparent during World War I. Men were getting paid more than women for the same amount of work just because they were a man. There's no reason a woman in New Jersey should be making two cents a dollar to a male counterpart for the same work, said Murphy. States Murphy in Murphy signs the executive order ensuring equal pay for women. Two cents might not seem like much, but it does add up in the long run. Just because a man is a male doesn't mean that they should be the, that should be the only reason that they get paid more than a woman. So to conclude all of this, education the right to vote, and equal pay are three of the many fights women had to be faced with or are still facing today. There has and still are many battles to be faced by women about many things that need to be made right. Do you think women should still be able to do any of these things? Do you think that before, when women didn't have a say in anything, it was better or a worse time to be living in? that's all wrapped up thank you guys for tuning in today on this week's episode hope you guys really enjoyed that let me know what you guys think i'll see you guys next week